0: Okay, I'm going to learn a Hemshech, a series of Memoriam the Rebbe gave in uh, the year 1956, Tash on the holiday of Shuis and after the holiday of Shuis. Uh There aren't that many series of marim from the Rebbe, there gave uh, many, many marim, but in a series, there are only a few. Um, Let's get right to it. Understand the meaning of why God gave the Torah to Nisham and Why did He give the Torah to Jewish people specifically? Why did He give the Torah to, this, to all the Jewish people as they are in bodies, the souls in bodies? And why did He give it to us here in this world? The Torah was not given to angels, rather it was given to souls. And it was only given to the souls the way they are in bodies. And God could have raised us up to Mount Heaven, given us the Torah, but instead He decided to to go come down to the mountain and give us a Torah on Mount Sinai. We to understand why did God choose to do this? Why do you give it to souls and bodies? And why in this world? To understand this, we first have explained the difference between souls and angels. It says in the Pusik i have given you those who can walk among those who stand there are those who stand and among those who stand are those who walk what is that pastor talking about angels are called those who stand and souls are called those who walk why are angels called those who stand because angels remain stationary in the same place that they begin their life that's the way they stay forever in other words the angels have a certain limitation of who they are and how they are and what they are and that's why they're called standing they have a limitation. although the tourist ta- the, ta- the angel machal serves hashem with love and the angel gabriel serves god with fear so they're not robots they have emotions but they also have intellect also intelligence But despite the fact that they have intelligence, despite the fact that they have emotion, they're not robots, yet they are still limited. Because they're limited, they're called those who stand. There are Galgalim are the Galgalim are what my mind is, describes as what moves the uh, planets and orbits so the god that sets everything into orbit emanate from the angels which, which means that god says in the talmud that every blade of grass only grows because an angel strikes it and says to grow so everything that exists in this world comes from a higher world and there's a series of ourselves a chain from one world to the next one level one level to the next until it reaches this world and the lowest um physical things in this world they uh emanate this chain going back higher and higher and higher so the the uh which are called galda and both that and that energy which causes the plants to go in orbit, is also a type of angel. If everyone said about the uh, angel that moves the sun, that said the angel that moves the sun is sort of like a hyper angel. It's, that angel, it's a wild angel language that i Because the angel that moves the sun travels, the sun moves a thousand, more than a thousand miles an hour. So this angel's really excited. That's why he's running around so fast, pushing the sun around because he is really excited to sing to Hashem. And so, the the angel's movement is a result of his song. Because his song is so exciting, that's why he moves faster. So, the uh, that's why the Torah says that when Yeshua wanted the sun to stop, he didn't say the sun should stop. He said the sun should stop singing. Because the whole reason the sun was moving was because the angel was singing. So. So, there's a relationship between the soul of the angel, of the angel, and the movement, the physical movement of the angel. So, the body and soul of the angel have a connection to each other. When the angel sings, he causes the sun, the sun to move and the sun to move faster. So, those, that's true for um, the angelic beings that cause the planets to go Their bodies and souls have a relationship to each other. And when there's wrong, there's movement. So in a similar way, there are also higher kinds of higher kind of malachi, which uh, also have a limitation. Although they're higher, but they're limited. We're trying to contrast souls to angels and say that all angels have limitation. But in the discussion of conscious between souls and angels, have we a little bit, we're talking a little bit more about the angels. That will that way we can put them as a pedestal to Contrast them to soul. So, it says about um, an- angels that not only do they have a limitation in their soul, their bodies also have limitation. Like it says in the Talmud, the Talmud describes various parts of the body of the angels. In the Talmud Chagiga, talks about how uh, the, uh, the the eyes of the horns of the angels, the of the angels. And uh, um, so the angels have a definite uh, limitation in their body. Um, and so, to their so- song also has limitation. Their soul has a limitation. A proof that the angel's soul has a limitation is, because, is the fact that a, a human prophet could hear their song. The fact that a human prophet is able to hear the song of the angel, that emphasizes... That that when they're singing, it's limited in the way that a human being, uh, uh, albeit a prophet, could hear the song. That shows us some in the um, in the in the angels' uh, words. So, although although for us the angel songs would be more in the realm of thought, Meaning here, David Labelle. Thoughts as you're cruising down the 101, uh, wherever you're cruising down, I can't hear what you're thinking about. So for me, here I can't hear their songs because ears aren't refined enough to hear their songs. For me, their songs are not in the realm of but for you could hear the angel songs. Why? Because it's something that is in the realm of speech. And that means that their soul, their song, soul, the source of their is limited. Oh, there is a relationship between the body of the angel and the soul of the angel. So the reason why the angel's soul has limited limit is because the angel's soul is somewhat on the realm of the angel's body. Uh, The Torah says that God makes the angels to be spirits and those who serve him to be fiery flames. So the says that angels are created by two of the four elements. And Maimonides says that everything in the world is created by four elements, fire, water, wind, and earth, but unique to, um, unique to, uh, unique to um, angels, they are only created by two elements, wind and fire. And that's why a, uh, we're unable to see angels because their bodies are, are from the element of wind, the element of fire, and they're, they're, that's not something that, that we're able to see with our eyes. We can't hear their song either. So although their limitation is something which is not similar to the limitation of a human being, but it is lim- limited nonetheless. So that is all true for angels and angels have limitation, but souls are described in the Torah as those who who walk, those who, because souls are able to be in, souls are are not limited. So in short, we we learned so far is that angels are limited, both in their body and their soul. And always a body and a soul with the same being has relationship with angels' souls and the angels' bodies are limited, the angels sing, and the angels move, and the angels have, a their body has a size, it's made of different elements, there our bodies are made from fire and wind, and prophets can hear them, prophets can see them, uh, and that indicates that there's some kind of limitation that they have. Unlike Neshama's, the soul has no limitation at all. That's what the pus says, a soul is called someone who walks, because the soul is not limited. The problem is, that's, that's, but there's another verse that we say every morning, uh, in the morning blessings, we say to God, you have created my soul, and that, that those words you pray created my soul, refer to the soul is in the world of Bria, you have formed my soul, refers to the way the soul is in the world of Yetzirah, you blew my soul within me, refers to the way the soul is in the world of Yitzira. So the way the soul is in Bria, it's limited. Certainly the way the zev is stretched out on that couch indicates a limitation, right? You're a little tired today. Okay, fine. But uh, the reason why angels have limitation, where does their limitation come from? They're limited because they're created by, as the Torah says, uberuach piv kol tava." with the spirit of his mouth, all the heavenly hosts, all the celestial beings were created. God created all angels with his words. The word of Hashem is located, the words of Hashem comes from the lowest level of Atzilus. Machus of Atzilus. Machus of Atzilus is the source of the ten divine utterances. So why is it that angels are limited? Because they emanate from God's speech. But that's not only true for angels. The Shem is also are emanate from God's and they're created in the world of Bria. As the Torah says, you have created angels. So that means that angels are, sorry, you have created the soul. As we say in the this morning, you, you created my soul. If you created it, the word created means that's in the world of Bria. So what's the difference between souls and angels if both souls and angels are uh, both located in the world of Bria, and they emanate from the world of at so angels working 770 have a lot harder job to figure out how to uh how to how to balance all the uh bark for Shways and the Yummings. Certain i questions you can only have in 770. are you allowed to answer kedusha when you're middle of a million of another million, a million, a million. It's a, it's a certain certain uh anyways moving right along so the um the malachim are in the world of bria and they come from the book the mouthful speak speech of Hashem in the world of atzillas so do souls do the same are, are are similar so not only that even the world of seals also is limited the world of Atsilus has 10 spheres, and the the book of formation emphasizes there's 10 is not 9 is 10 is not 11. so and if and each sphere itself has a limit every sphere is made up of lights and vessels and the lights are limited and able to filter and project through those vessels in a similar way that perhaps uh, eyeglasses or, or lenses your the power of sight or your eyes themselves you're able to see through your eyes, your soul has a power of sight and your, your eyes are a vessel for that, that, that power. So lights of Atsilus, they light, a light of Hashem's kindness is channeled through the vessel of the world of Atsilus and it, and it affects this world too, Hashem shines kindness in Atsilus and things happen in this world and, and, uh, there is certainly a very exact thing that's happening in the world of Atsilus that trickles down world of brian and, and and so on so why are we saying that only angels have limitation the way the souls are in the world of bria they have limitation even that seals has limitation, and every light of silas although we say hashem has infinite kindness but that's just infinite kindness it's a certain kind of infinity it's not in that's infinite chesed. each shvira is distinct from the other chasset is not good of course not, not chasset So beyond that silus, even higher than that silos, there's also limitation. There is a kav. The previous everyone said that only the czar's family can really understand what the kav is. Tsar's family meaning the royal family of the the have Just uh, the word kav means, but literal translation of kav is a measuring rod. Hashem ordained that every world and every angel and every creature should have the godliness that it needs to nourish it and sustain it to be who it needs to be. So the light of Hashem that after the tzimtzum continues to shine after the tzim tzim, it's it's called Kav also because Kav doesn't just mean to measure, Kav also means a ray. There's a ray of godliness that is the source of all of the, all, 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 everything that exists in the world. So so that not only is the word of Atzilus had limitation, but also the 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 divine source of, the word of Atzilus, the light of Hashem that shines at its center and sustains all creation, that also has limitation. And one, so we're not just talking about Atsilus, we're talking about the source of Atsilus. But even be higher than the source of Atsilus, there's also limitation. As it says that Golov Ghalif which means Hashem made there to be engravings or letters uh, in the infinite light of Hashem. That's a source of all limitations. Hashem caused there to be the and Hashimah is a limitation that existed even higher than the Ka. We're not gonna get into the difference between the and Hashimah right now, but there is and there's a source and a source of Hatsilus. And that also has limitation. And beyond that, even before the Simpson, Hashem has Koya Chagwul. Hashem is has the power to limit. Before the simson, there's still, in order for there to be a simson, there had to be the one who has the power to limit. And therefore, why are we saying that only angels are limitation? It seems that limitation is something which is associated with. Uh, you can go around the so, uh, so angels aren't unique in having limitation. Angels are limitation, at seals of limitation, above at has limitation, even before the Tzimtzum, there's a prayer called So, so why is this unique to Malach? Why are we saying this? It says in the uh, Talmud, different occasions that the uh, has questions to God and God said to them, uh, if you don't be quiet, I will, uh, I will, uh, Hashem, in one instance, it says in the Talmud, Hashem put out his small finger and they all burns. The small finger of Hashem is referring to, there are 10 fingers in a human being. And so too, there are 10 spirits of Atsilus. The small finger of Hashem refers to the lowest level of Atsilus. Hashem, Hashem extending that finger means that Hashem doesn't just give the angels what they are ordained to exist, but Hashem shined in the angels that this specific occasion more than they needed. What happened? The Talmud says they were burnt. Meaning that the Abishter gave them more than their bodies and souls could handle. They stopped to exist. So that does indicate that the angels have a limitation, of course, angels don't, are, 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 serving Hashem with love and fear, but they still have a way that they love Hashem, the way they fear Hashem, and there's a limit there, fine, and they can't change. Hashem does give them additional godly revelations sometimes that they can handle, etc., but there is definitely a limit there. So why is it that we're saying that only the Shemes are called those who are infinite, those who are beyond limits, because souls come from Hashem's thoughts and angels come from Hashem's words, it seems that limitation exists even before the tzimtsu. So why What? Why did Hashem give the Torah specifically to the Shemes, the Jewish people, when it seems that we don't really have an advantage over the angels and the fact that we're infinite, it seems that the world of Bria also is, is, is limited and beyond Bria. So what is it about the Shamas that makes them so special that God decided to give them Torah to us. So, w- w- where we're going is, what we're going to discover is, is that it's true that the way that God created the soul in the world of Priya, the soul has limitation. Although the soul is a godly being, but it's still, it's a limited. It's the way godliness becomes a, so to speak, a, a creation. Godliness, a soul, is the way Godliness becomes a separate entity, so to speak. Think of a child of a father; still, he becomes the father, but he's and he's part of the father, but now he's a separate entity in a way. So the souls of Bria are not obviously separate from Hashem. As the previous Shabbos said, that the world of Bria is in a state of constant vacuous, constant attachment to its source. So it's not a, it's not a distinct and a not a godly entity, but it is a it is an entity, a godly entity, albeit. Uh, a holy entity entity but it's not a um, it's not um it's not infinite infinity is what the soul achieves by coming to this world by the marriage of the soul to the body and the soul doing what god wants in the body that is how the soul becomes a mahala that's how the soul is able to come infinite so it's, it's in truth the soul and beyond the axilos and, a, and a higher than t- before the symptom, there's limitation. And the concept of infinity, that, that the soul has infinity, that's something new that the soul only is able to get by the marriage, ironically, to the body. Okay, to be continued. Have a great day, Observe. Great day, David. Later on.